0: Measure for Measure Act Two Scene Four This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Measure for Measure by William Shakespeare Act Two Scene Four
1: Angelo read by Algie Pug
0: Isabella read by elizabeth clatt
1: when i would pray and think i think and pray to several subjects heaven hath my empty words whilst my invention hearing not my tongue anchors on isabel heaven in my mouth as if i did but only chew his name and in my heart the strong and swelling evil of my conception the state whereon i studied is like a good thing being often read Grown feared and tedious, yea, my gravity, wherein, let no man hear me, I take pride, could I with boot change for an idle plume which the air beats for vain. O place, O form, how often dost thou with thy case, thy habit, wrench o'er from fools and tie the wisest sores to thy false seeming. Blood, thou art blood, let's write good angel on the devil's horn, "'Tis not the devil's crest.
0: Enter a servant.
1: How now? Who's there?
0: One Isabel, a sister, desires access to you.
1: Teach her the way.
0: Exit servant.
1: O oh, heavens! Why does my blood thus muster to my heart, making it both unable for itself and dispossessing all my other parts of necessary fitness? So play the foolish throngs with one that swoons. Come all to help him, and so stop the air by which he should revive, and even so the general, subject to a well-wished king, quit their own part, and in obsequious fondness crowd to his presence, where their untaught love must needs appear offence.
0: Enter Isabella.
1: How now, fair maid!
0: I am come to know your pleasure.
1: That you might know it, would much better please me than to demand what tis. Your brother cannot live.
0: Even so. Heaven keep your honour.
1: Yet may he live a while, and it may be as long as you are I. Yet he must die.
0: Under your sentence? Yea. When I beseech you, that in his reprieve longer or shorter he may be so fitted that his soul sicken not.
1: Ah, fie, these filthy vices! It were as good to pardon him that hath from nature stolen a man already made, as to remit their saucy sweetness that do coin heaven's image in stamps that are forbid tis all as easy falsely to take away a life true made, as to put metal in restrained means to make a false one
0: tis set down so in heaven but not in earth
1: say you so then i shall pose you quickly which had you rather that the most just law now took your brother's life or to redeem him Give up your body to such sweet uncleanness as she that he hath stained.
0: Sir, believe this, I had rather give my body than my soul.
1: I talk not of your soul. Our compelled sins stand more for number than for a compte.
0: How say you?
1: Nay, I'll not warrant that, for I can speak against the thing I say. Answer to this. I, now the voice of the recorded law, pronounce a sentence on your brother's life. Might there not be a charity in sin to save this brother's life?
0: Please you to do it. I'll take it as a peril to my soul. It is no sin at all but charity.
1: Please you to do it at peril of your soul, Were equal poise of sin and charity.
0: That I do beg his life. If it be sin, heaven let me bear it. You, granting of my suit... If that be sin, I'll make it my morn prayer to have it added to the faults of mine, and nothing of your answer.
1: Nay, but hear me, your sense pursues not mine, either you are ignorant or seem so craftily, and that's not good.
0: Let me be ignorant, and in nothing good but graciously to know I am no better.
1: Thus wisdom wishes to appear most bright when it doth tax itself, as these black masks proclaim an enshield beauty ten times louder than beauty could, displayed. But mark me, to be received plain, I'll speak more gross. Your brother is to die. So. And his offence is so, as it appears accountant to the law upon that pain. True. Admit no other way to save his life as I subscribe not that, nor any other, but in the loss of question, that you, his sister, finding yourself desired of such a person, whose credit with the judge, or own great place, could fetch your brother from the manacles of the old building law, and that there were no earthly mean to save him, but that either you must lay down the treasures of your body to this supposed, or else to let him suffer, what would you do?'
0: As much for my poor brother as myself. That is, were I under the terms of death, The impression of keen whips I'd wear as rubies, And strip myself to death as to a bed That longing have been sick for, Ere I'd yield my body up to shame.
1: Then must your brother die.
0: And twere the cheaper way. Better it were a brother died at once Than that a sister by redeeming him Should die for ever.
1: Were not you, then, as cruel as the sentence, that you have slandered so?
0: IGNOMY and RANSOM AND FREE PARDON ARE OF TWO HOUSES. LAWFUL MERCY IS NOTHING KIN TO FOUL REDEMPTION.
1: YOU SEEM'D OF LATE TO MAKE THE LAW A TYRANT, AND RATHER PROVE THE SLIDE OF YOUR BROTHER A MERRIMENT THAN A VICE. LADY
0: oh, O, PARDON ME, MY LORD. IT OFT FALLS OUT TO HAVE WHAT WE WOULD HAVE. WE SPEAK NOT WHAT WE MEAN. I something do excuse the thing I hate For his advantage that I dearly love.
1: We are all frail.
0: Else let my brother die, If not a feodary, but only he owe And succeed thy weakness.
1: Nay, women are frail too.
0: Ay, as the glasses where they view themselves, Which are as easy broke as they make forms. Women! Help, heaven! Men their creation mar in profiting by them. They call us ten times frail, for we are soft as our complexions are, and credulous to false prints.
1: I think it well, and from this testimony of your own sex, since I suppose we are made to be no stronger than faults shall shake our frames, let me be bold. I do arrest your words, be that you are, that is, a woman. If you be more, you are none. If you be one, as you are well expressed by all external warrants, Show it now, by putting on the destined livery.
0: I have no tongue but one. Gentle my lord, let me entreat you Speak the former language.
1: Plainly conceive, I love you.
0: My brother did love Juliet, And you tell me that he shall die for it.
1: He shall not, Isabel, if you give me love.
0: I know your virtue hath a license, Int, Which seems a little fouler than it is To pluck on others.
1: Believe me, on mine honour, my words express my purpose.
0: Oh, little honor to be much believed, and most pernicious purpose, seeming, seeming. I will proclaim thee, Angelo. Look for it. Sign me a present pardon for my brother, or with an outstretched throat, I'll tell the world aloud what man thou art.
1: Who will believe thee, Isabel? My unsoiled name, the austereness of my life. My vouch against you, and my place in the State, will sow your accusation overweigh that you shall stifle in your own report, and smell of calumny. I have begun, and now I give my sensual race the rein. Fit thy consent to my sharp appetite. Lay by, all nicety and prolixious blushes, that banish what they sue for. Redeem thy brother by yielding up thy body to my will or else he must not only die the death, but thy unkindness shall his death draw out to lingering sufferance. Answer me to-morrow, or by the affection that now guides me most, I'll prove a tyrant to him. As for you, say what you can, my false or weigh your true.
0: Exit. <gasps> to whom should I complain? Did I tell this who would believe me? O oh, perilous mouths, that bear in them one and the self-same tongue, Either of condemnation or a proof, bidding the law make curtsy to their will, Hooking both right and wrong to the appetite to follow as it draws. i to my brother. Though he hath fallen by prompture of the blood, Yet hath he in him such a mind of honour, that had he twenty heads to tender down on twenty bloody blocks he'd yield them up before his sister should her body stoop to such a board pollution. Then Isabel live chaste and brother die more than our brother is our chastity. I'll tell him yet of Angelo's request, and fit his mind to death for his soul's rest. End of Measure for Measure, Act Two, Scene four